wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds creepy. Uh, as you can tell, I'm getting really, really nice with this mixer. Uh, but anyway, what up, y'all? It is your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka, um, who, um, look at my elbow, aka, um, divide, uh, five by five, you get 25, uh, math genius, aka, let me, <laughs> let me look, let me look the cleft on your chin. Oh, <laughs> uh, stupid. Okay. Uh, but yes, guys, welcome to episode 11 of Switches Sites. Um, today's date is, uh, June 27th, 2019. And, um, we got a show for you. So, um, might be a little bit shorter. Who knows? We'll, uh, we'll go with it. Um, uh, not really too much, um, in gaming news as of late, really. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll play it by ear. So, um, I guess first, hmm, trying to de- decide how I want to go about, um, yeah, I'd say we get right into it. So I'd say the first biggest news of, uh, this week is, um, uh, Etika, um, unfortunately, uh, committing suicide and, uh, let me make sure I get my facts right. Check on the story, uh, regarding, regarding it. Uh, so yeah, so, so this was, uh, this past Tuesday, um, Desmond Etika Mofa, um, you know, a pretty renowned, uh, YouTuber, I'd say, um, uh, was discovered, uh, to have committed suicide, um, at least as of last Tuesday, um, leading, uh, events leading up to this, um, Obviously, we know he had uh, a mental breakdown uh, somewhat publicly. Uh, I want to say, like maybe two, three months ago. Then, um, uh, like a week ago, I want to say roughly a week ago, um, there was a, uh, um, he uh, posted a video on his YouTube channel, I forgot the the title. I think it was like, I'm sorry. And, uh, it's a pretty depressing video. Um, I managed to catch it before it actually got taken down. Um, I was like, yeah, it was just a random video. I was like looking at my subscriber feed and, and saw it and, you know, it checked it out. And yeah, man, it's, uh, it's pretty sad and depressing. Um, it's basically a suicide note. Well, you know, obviously after the fact now that, um, you know, that, uh, he felt like it was no way to kind of come out of this. So he, uh, ultimately, um, 
felt the only way was to kill himself. So uh, apparently he um, jumped off the Manhattan Bridge. Um, I believe they the the um, officers found his uh, Nintendo Switch and um, his personal belongings there as well. So yeah, they uh, later found him and discovered uh, his body, um, and you know identified him. It's kind of sad, man. And, um, you know, what kind of hits home more, more so too, is that he was, you know, um, a black YouTuber. Cause you know, it's not really a lot of them, <laughs> uh, at least that are, you know, I guess successful per se, or, you know, um, you know, really in the limelight somewhat. Um, well, you know, in terms of, uh, my connection with him. I mean, I, I, I really liked his content. Um, I used to like a lot of his stuff, uh, starting out when he was, um, more, more, more chill, not as, a uh, wild per se. Um, even though at the same time, uh, some of his, uh, his hype, uh, reaction videos were good too. But, um, yeah, uh, I really liked his, uh, he had like more of a news focus, at a time where he was like just more uh making uh really um interesting uh you know um news related content more more so than kind of reaction videos and stuff like that which it was kind of refreshing you know to have a person of color uh actually you know uh specifically in gaming uh you know presenting gaming news uh which you don't really see that much um, at least me personally, at least all the people I follow are, you know, white, which is nothing wrong with that, but you know, it is nice to have some diversity have, uh, you know, different, uh, areas of kind of like, uh, backgrounds, you know, provide insight on. So, um, but yeah, uh, you know, in, in the suicide video, um, he went into a lot of detail about, you know, what led him up to it, obviously. Um, he hit some interesting points, uh, specifically in terms of, you know, social media and its kind of influence and, you know, how it can get dangerous at that, you know, points, which ultimately he felt was, uh, you know, uh, at least he kind of insinuated to be a pretty, pretty big factor, a lot of pressure to stay successful and, you know, things like that. And, um, from what I hear is that, um, he had a lot of issues with, uh, I think he was on an MCN, which is basically, um, for those that may not know, MCN is kind of like a YouTube network where basically I, I'm roughly cloudy on it. I'm somewhat, somewhat aware of it, but basically it's, um, kind of think of it as a, TV network, at least that's the way I kind of like to think about it, where basically they take a cut of what you make on YouTube in turn, um, or supposedly giving you more exposure and turn, ideally, you know, giving you more exposure and then giving you more, getting you more money, I guess, in theory, that's at least I, I believe what kind of the concept is for the most part. I'm pretty sure it may deviate from, um, MCN to MCN, but I believe it was some issues he had with MCN, which in turn, um, he ultimately ended up like posting porn and stuff on his uh, YouTube, which 
uh, got it deactivated. Um, and then, you know, he, he came back with a new channel and I guess maybe that was a loophole he, he was, uh, trying to get out of in that respect. But, um, yeah, uh, another, another factor too, was that, you know, he posted that video, um, at least, uh, I'm in Pacific's time, but he, he posted it like roughly around to say like 10 ish, but it was like, you know, bright as day. So a lot of people were suspecting that he probably, uh, did the deed already because, um, it was a timed, um, uh, posting or whatever. So that's kind of crazy. You know, anything about it like that? Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's crazy. And it's just, it's kind of, I guess what's kind of weird about it too, is like, you know, you could kind of see yourself, you know, potentially getting to that point too. Cause I'm roughly around the same age as he was. Um, uh, he died at 29. I am 30. So, um, that's sad, man. You know, cause I could see how that can kind of get to you and, you know, you want to keep the success uh, this is, you know, you put your whole life into this. This is how you make your money. So, um, I'm assuming, um, you know, into that amount of success. So, um, yeah, man, that's, that's pretty sad, but you know, he was, uh, you know, he was definitely a big proponent for, uh, uh, advocate for Nintendo and, uh, you know, post a lot of Nintendo games and, um, reaction videos and stuff like that. Yeah. From what I, uh, you know, witness, he was, he seemed like a really cool down to earth dude. Um, but you know, just had, you know, a lot of problems we didn't know about, you know, uh, inner demons that he was maybe trying to, uh, trying to fight. So, so I mean, what kind of, you know, hits home more so too, for me is, you know, uh, I've never really been public about this, um, but, you know, uh, I had a brother um, who's no longer here and, you know, he committed suicide as well. So I can, you know, definitely identify kind of the internal struggles he's he's had, at least that I could see externally. Um, but it's interesting. It's like yeah, it's you never know what people are going through, you know, until ultimately, you know. It's too late in some cases, um, you know, and then, you know, like uh, with a lot of people with, um, you know, they claim crying wolf and uh, stuff like that. And, you know, um, it's, uh, you know, people don't believe you. And, you know, it's even though it's a cry for help and stuff like that. It's uh, it's sad. It really is. Um, but I can definitely, you know, identify and, you know, it's, it's definitely becoming more and more of a, of a, you know, problem. Um, and you know, it's, he did make a point to try to bring a lot of attention, you know, to this, you know, issue of social media, mental health in general, you know? So, um, I'd say if it's anything to definitely take away from, from this is to, you know, keep your mental health in check and, um, you know, just 
if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for it. You know, um, probably cliche, but, you know, definitely be sure to, you know, call your suicide prevention hotline and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, but, you know, that at the same time, it does bring an interesting discussion in terms of like what what does. um You know, like if somebody who feels like they there's no coming back, you know, when their minds instantly made up, how do you how do you know on top of that? Like uh, some people are really actually good um, about kind of uh, hiding that um, until maybe you dig deeper, you know, discover more Um, in general. it's It's a difficult it's a it's a difficult topic altogether, you know, in terms of uh, what what are the obviously there's you know telltale signs like if somebody's giving away all their personal stuff and you know things like that, but it's always not that clean cut or obvious, and uh, those are kind of the kind of the um more concerning and difficult scenarios, but. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very difficult topic in general, I'd say just to like, you know, how do you um, appropriately uh, tackle scenarios like this, which. um, You know, at the same time, too, it's like some people just may may not be receptive to it or may not even um, want to. one help like you know he clearly said in uh in his uh video about that that like you know people tried to help me but i didn't want it or whatever so it's um it's definitely a tough uh tough scenario you know it's always a tough thing for sure but i i'd say yeah just the best thing is you know check in with people make sure they're good um that's pretty much the best you can really do. Um, cause yeah, but at the same time, you know, it's like, you never know what people are going through ultimately at the end of the day. So that's why you should always treat people with the most uh, respect and, uh, you know, courtesy, um, as much as you can. And, um, cause yeah, man, it is, uh, in general, it's, it's always tough, always tough, but, um, definitely my condolences, to uh to his whole family and friends and um yeah man just sad very sad and uh you know depressing to see something something like that somebody you know someone at the top to you know all of a sudden um kind of uh ultimately you know take his life which uh is never fun and you know me personally I've kind of felt the weight of that you know, um, with my brother in terms of, you know, how much it affects, uh, your loved ones and, um, you know, knowing that you are in such a, a down place and, you know, knowing that it was nothing that, you know, we could do about it, you know, things like that. So it's always a struggle in that, in that respect, but, um, yeah, man, it's like, if anything, this definitely just, you know, hopefully brings awareness 
just in general, the mental health, which I hope um, ultimately uh, is what it does. So, yeah, didn't mean to start on a such a somber note, but at least, uh, you know, this in particular uh, definitely hit home, um, at least for me personally. So. Okay, so to try and lighten up uh, things somewhat, uh, let's move on. Um, What happened in particular? Oh, you know what? One thing recently, um, let me try to uh, pull it up. Oh, you know what? That's what I meant to do. So yeah, let's um so yeah, considering not much um not much news as uh you know went off this week. I think we'll just get right into um games, uh, at least games I've been playing. Um So man, I swear I've I uh I've been playing um uh, Judgment uh for the PS4. Uh, so basically for those that may not know is, uh, basically a continuation of, um, well, not a continuation, a spinoff, um, of the Yakuza series, I guess, uh, not really a spinoff cause it's not really a character that spun off. Is that the rule for a spinoff? Doesn't it have to be a character from the Yakuza series or from whatever mainline series that goes into their own? show yeah that's mm, that's that makes me refrain from calling a spinoff basically a new game and i guess because why because mm, why i call it a spinoff is because it it's very close um it's in terms of just general game design it's uh very similar to the yakuza formula in terms of you know gameplay uh with the slight deviation that like uh, there's more of a, you know, detective spin where you, you know, you investigate and try to find out, um, get to a bottom of particular cases and stuff like that. Um, from what I played so far, I've only played roughly maybe six, seven hours so far. I haven't got too much time into it, but, um, I, I'm definitely enjoying what I'm playing so far. Um, it, it has a lot of, uh, it's an interesting spin because you don't normally um, have a lot of gameplay mechanics that, you know, revolve around um, investigating and, you know, kind of like, you know, like L.A. Noir and Phoenix Wright. I've freaking have it and you have to play that game in particular, but um, I always found it fascinating, kind of like <laughs> if you mix Law and Order uh, well, hey, you put Law and Order in my Yakuza, and then Judgment. That's what you get. There you go. Enjoy. But um, yeah, I, I I've been enjoying it. Um, it has a lot of definitely the same uh beats as um Yakuza in terms of um you know traditional game playing formula. Um, is a different. It seems to be more of an emphasis on the phone, even though Yakuza 6 kind of did that, but it feels like it's even more so of an emphasis on the phone um, 
in terms of that being your central hub for access and everything and um you know upgrading your skill trees and stuff so there is a lot of that too so um definitely a lot to keep you busy there i'm kind of missing the sub stories uh i haven't got too deep yet to discover that it seems like uh from what i played so far is that you have to play with friends or you know you have to make friends in a game and i think after you reach the max level of friendship with a person in the game then it will um then it will um you active you get a quest or i forgot what they call i forgot the terminate terminology they used uh but basically it i'm assuming it's going to be a sub story i haven't got gotten max friendship with any of them yet to even you know activate that but nonetheless that is uh kind of at least i guess the equivalent of sub stories or side stories um in that game so um yeah trying to remember um so yeah obviously uh it's a new character and damn it i forgot his name uh it's gonna take a while i forgot his name kasawagi kasawagi let me let me pull it up because i don't wanna don't wanna be wrong don't wanna mislead judgment you know one thing i know a lot of people have been talking about too is that um uh judgment a lot of people assume this spell with uh, J-U-D-G-E-M-E-N-T, but actually the correct term for judgment is J-U-D-G-M-E-N-T. I totally made that mistake too. I assumed it was a, it was an E in there, but I guess for judgment, that is the actual correct term. So, um, Takayuki Yagami, yeah, that's what it was. So at least the general plot of the game is that basically you are a former lawyer who like did the impossible supposedly and managed to acquit um a uh your defendant. Um uh but the defendant ultimately uh ended up <laughs> killing somebody else. So it's like, well, oh boy, this is a a little pickle we in right now, aren't we? So, um, yeah. <laughs> so I guess, uh, I think that's kind of somewhat true though. Cause I know in Japan, I believe, uh, from what I've kind of researched in Japan is that it, um, it is really tough to, um, not be convicted. I forgot the, I forgot the actual term, but basically it's very tough to, be convicted of something and um not have any type of judgment made against you if that makes sense i could be i could be a little fuzzy on that but in general at least for this the sake of this story that's kind of what the um what they uh bring a lot of emphasis to so um yeah so that's kind of generally at least the the main plot and then you know uh, he's uh, managed to he's now a detective and he's made his own 
um, his own basic um, a firm, a detective firm, where he, uh, you know, uh, do, does detective work. And then I think he also gets some work uh, from his previous firm where he was a lawyer as well. So one thing I really hope that they uh, do, I would love, I hope they do it, is um, they actually let you do um, actual kind of a Phoenix Wright uh, lawyer cases like, you know, objection. He is he is out of line, sir. I don't know, you know, where you can, you know, uh, try to convince the judge. And that's like a mini game. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, part of me doubts that's going to happen, but um, the optimist in me uh, would like that to uh, come to fruition. So that would be pretty cool. Uh, it does take back <laughs> going back to Camarocho for like the uh, 20th time, <laughs> which which I'm honestly totally fine with, uh, weirdly enough, because it's like they change it enough. And then you just uh, I love Camarocho as a city in general. And then it's just that it's that weird hybrid of familiarity as well as like slightly deviating from um what you know as well, which I think is a, a pretty cool, you know, blend. So I'm always going to love Camarocho. <laughs> Need to get a shirt. Camarocho till I die. Camarocho life. Um, what was it? Uh, ah, what was the Detroit? Uh, the famous Detroit shirt that that's going, uh, going everywhere now. Oh my God, Camarocho versus everybody. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. That's got to be a shirt. Somebody's got to make that already. So that has to be a shirt. Uh, that better be a shirt. I'm going to be mad if it's not. Um, But yeah, so um, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far, but um, I, I can't really, you know, I guess form an opinion ultimately. Uh, at least I will, or more or less inform some strong impressions of it uh, since I feel like I need to put some more time into it. Um, at least in terms of the combat, uh, initially you have two fighting styles. Um, one is more focused on one 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 combat and the other is more free form. Um, it's interesting. I, I at least initially. I feel like I don't like it as much as Kiryu's moveset, but um, actually, mm, I will say specifically for the Yakuza 6, um, Kiwami 2 is a little bit better, but um, I feel like it is slightly less. Um, it's okay, it's better than Yakuza 6 and Kiwami 2. But I still like zero, zero Kwame. Well, kind of even before that, really. So I feel like it's not as good as those, but it is better than six and Kwame two. So, um, but I haven't, you know, unlocked all the skills and, you know, uh, discovered all the combos and stuff like that. So, but it, I did see some interesting, um, potential stuff. Um, so yeah, I just have to play it more, unlock all the skills and abilities, uh, you know, to find, find more out about it. 
Um, it does still have a lot of the mini games. Uh, it has the batting cages. I was messing with that. As Mahjong got my ass whooped. Uh, I thought it was. <laughs> I, I, I sat down to play Mahjong. I'm like, okay, this is probably this is probably easier medium table. I think I was playing on the hard table, and I'm like, all right. And it was like I lost like twenty five thousand yen. I'm like, damn it, this a this a bottle. But um. Still fun. Mahjong, man. I swear. The only... I would never have ever played Mahjong if it wasn't for Yakuza. And, you know, I was like, I'm so close to getting uh, uh, these these trophies, uh, specifically in Kwame 2, I guess because uh, Yakuza 6 trophies were so easy. I was like, okay, let me try uh, let me try uh, Kwame 2 since I was pretty much getting everything and was just loving that game in general. So, uh that was just even more, more, uh, I guess kind of benefit. Um, but yeah, slowly, slowly learned, uh, Mahjong, uh, tried to get the hang of it in general. It's a complex game overall, but, uh, I at least feel like I get the general basis of the game. Um, I know, (laughs) I know it's like one of those, I forgot where I heard this, but I, I think like, Mahjong like changes their rules every year or something like that. And I'm like, really? Uh, so <laughs> like, oh no, no, we're playing by 20, uh, 2018 rules, uh, here. So, uh, what, what you just did? Uh, no, that is not going to work. Cause, uh, we're on 20, we're on 2018's rules. Not, not, uh, 2019. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, so I like a lot of, uh, it just has a lot of the, you know, um, same kind of, uh, attractions as, you know, Yakuza. Uh, it also has the arcades of course, as well. Uh, I was playing fight, fighting Vipers, got, get my ass whooped. Uh, but I won though. Ultimately it took me a few tries, uh, but I won. I've never even played that game. Uh, it seems kind of interesting. I think I generally would have played it. Um, when it came out in the day, but it, uh, seems pretty cool. I, the emphasis is weird. It feels like a hybrid of Tekken and, um, what else? It's like Tekken and no, I guess it's, it's like a hybrid of Tekken where basically like, you know, your armor comes off. Maybe kind of like Tao Fang, where you kind of got damage or visible damage, where you like, you know, when you take damage, your armor gradually falls off and things like that, which is really cool. Um, but some of the some of the damn enemies will, I swear to God, they'll f- cheap as hell. Because uh, I mean, in general, arcade games are trying to take your money. So why am I surprised at this point? Uh, but yeah, I had a great time with that. Ah, but yeah, man, it has all the great, um, great beats of, uh, of a Yakuza game. So that's, uh, that's, that's definitely enough for me. Um, but we'll see, uh, the more I play, um, I think you also can disguise yourself in some scenarios or some, uh, some of the missions, um, I guess to at least, uh, one scenario, I think this is pretty early in the game where I had to infiltrate a um, building that had 
this one guy who was a suspect in the uh, case that was, I guess, kind of the main mission or, you know, main case or whatever. Um, so in order to do that, uh, I basically had to break this heater or air conditioner. And then I had to pose or wear uh, pose as a uh, repairman. So I did that, uh, basically managed to infiltrate the building and then um, it was some scenarios where I got questioned where the guy was like, hey, hey, you ain't the, um, you're not the, you're not the, you're not our traditional uh, repair man. We have the same dude that come every, every day. Like, uh, <laughs> I made the wrong, I, I said the wrong answer. I had a couple of choices where I could say, um, I think I said he was out sick. Uh, and then it was another one. I forgot that. Oh yeah. I'm from a different company. I thought he was all sick, might have, might have worked, but he's like, well, I just called him and he sounded fine. And then, then they got suspicious. Then I had to beat their ass. So, Hey, you called on to me. I got to whoop your ass. That's, that's, that's the way it goes. So curious to see how it would have played if I played differently or, you know, if I made the right decision, if I could have avoided combat altogether. Um, a part of me kind of doubts that, but I don't know. I feel like you, mm, maybe I just would have avoided. Yeah. Maybe I could have avoided the combat altogether. I don't know, but, um, yeah, outside of that, trying to think of anything new, um, had, uh, this really cool system where you can find, you got to find these, uh, ID tags that you scan, like your phone, like, you know, uh, QR codes. So, uh, that's, your way of finding some abilities that aren't, um, available. You have to find them throughout the, um, throughout the city or out the game in general. Um, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. I only found one when I was batting in a bat cage. Um, other than that, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. They had food. Uh, of course, uh, it's different now, uh, compared to Yakuza six, Kiwami two, where, uh, you just eat for health and you don't, um, get, um, points or currency that goes into your upgrade tree. So now you just eat for health and it was some other benefit. I forgot, but it wasn't really substantial. Um, you technically, I think get points if you eat a food, uh, food item for the first time, but outside of that, pretty standard standard business. So, um, what else, uh, outside of that, that's pretty much it. at least what I've played so far. Oh God. Uh, I'm, I'm dreading, I'm dreading the, uh, it's, they got, they got freaking drone races. So in the game, there is, uh, at least some moments I played that there's uh this drone that you control. Uh, that you use to spy on people and stuff, but uh, I went there and it looks like there's a whole new uh, dragon, dragon pocket racer or whatever, like uh, like the other yakuza's. Like uh, this is gonna this is gonna be annoying because you can upgrade it and add abilities to it and all that. Uh, I'm not I'm not looking forward to it already. Um, I'm gonna do it though. I'm going to do it and not like it at the same time, like a self hatred of yourself that you, 
we'll see. I'll probably do it though. This drones. Maybe I guess I hope that uh, you get a like a new combat style or something like that. That if that's the case, I definitely, without a doubt, would do it. Uh, but we'll see. So, so yeah, that's pretty much my impressions of Judgment so far. Um, looking forward to playing more. Uh, seeing what zany, crazy side quests are going on and um, things like that. I, I I think I heard supposedly there was um. I think it was a side quest I did where it was basically straight up an ad for a company, a real company that's in Japan. Uh, I want to say it Canary steak or something like that, where it was like, it was actually the dude, uh, of, I think actually the CEO of the company, whereas like it was him. And then it was a photo right behind him. And he was like, Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it seems so like, like uh look at the camera nod and wink like oh my god like ikanari steaks are the best steaks in the world like at such a cheap price how how in the world is this possible <laughs> well um our our ikanari steaks uh we make them uh you know just for the customer and that's that's our that's our goal customer first so by any means necessary we're going to get you the best quality steak at the best price. And then he, <laughs> he turns around and just wink. He doesn't really do that, but it's like, you kind of get that vibe. Does like, okay, this is a little weird. Like they seem to be just dragging on with it where they like, what could have ended in like two minutes, like ended up taking six, if that makes sense. So, that was interesting because uh, I was I was kind of thinking about it subconsciously like this is, uh, this is a little weird. But then after uh, I forgot, it might have been another podcast or somebody. I forgot who said it, but um, yeah, it was like a blatant ad, which, you know, now in retrospect, like that's definitely what it was. So <laughs> there you go. Judgment. Uh, we got ads in our game for other other people judgment you're you're overruled you're overruled with ikinari steak so that is judgment um so weirdly enough i've been uh kind of pulled back or what's been kind of uh distracting me from judgment to be honest uh actually uh the street fighter collection um that is so weird I don't know. Uh, To be honest, uh, it is a pretty substantial game, Um, at least in terms of if you're not too versed on Street Fighter as a whole, in terms of like uh, the series upbringings and the games and, uh, you know, kind of a lot of the trivia of uh, Street Fighter which I feel like I knew know to some extent, but not like completely. Um, so I was like, yeah, let me check out this uh, Street Fighter. It was on sale, I think, at the time, too. I was like, let me go give this a try. And um, I am really thoroughly enjoying it. I don't know. I guess because I never really maybe thoroughly played throughout a 
lot of the Street Fighter games, at least specifically for arcade mode. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of it. They have like what <laughs> six? They have the original Street Fighter, which I've never played. Um, and pretty much like what like six versions of Street Fighter Two, um, which they claim is like all different games, but they're basically for the most part, slight variations in terms of, you know, um, basically like, I like to think of it as like patch updates, uh, that they made throughout, you know, it's life. Uh, then you have street fighter alpha one through three. And then of course, uh, definitely by without a doubt, my, my favorite street fighter, uh, street fighter, three um they have the three versions of that game they have um what was the first one called street fighter three fight for the future i know that's not the term for it uh what was it called giant attack i think that's the second one i think street fighter three was just called street fighter three and then the second one was giant attack and then the third one is third strike, I believe could be wrong, but pretty sure. So, um, man, they, this is definitely a pretty good collection. They have like pretty much everything you really would want in a collection. They have uh, a lot of concept art. They have the music for every game, which is just as a godsend. Um, I was, I was obviously I was playing a, a Street Fighter three uh, soundtrack relentlessly. Um, had a great time uh, messing with that. Um, they actually actually does have online mode um, for only a select game, a select amount of games. Uh, I believe uh, Street Fighter two hype mm, hyper fighting. Um. What was the other one? I think two versions of Street Fighter 2. I forgot what they were. I'm pretty sure it's the the latest ones um, in his life cycle. Uh, Street Fighter Alpha 3 and Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. So um, I guess one nitpick I have with the with the collection so far is that um, what was it? It was, it was something that was like, it was weird, I guess, because each game is the arcade version of, of the game and not like a legitimate, I guess, um, a packaged standard game or like, you know, like a console port, um, which kind of adds some weird oddities in terms of kind of like how you navigate or uh, manage some of the games. So like for training mode, for example, let's say I want to train in Street Fighter three, which I was doing. Um, you'll, you know, go to training mode and then train for Street Fighter three. And you will select your character like you normally would. Um, but then you would have to navigate the menu to adjust the character, which I guess is technically how a traditional training mode would be. I guess I just wished it was, it, it felt more natural and not just 
um, telling the arcade machine to do something because that's what it kind of felt like. It said, okay, arcade machine, okay, uh, go to train mode or go to a, uh, you know, pre-made training mode or like um, kind of a, not a false, but yeah, kind of like a false training mode kind of um it i don't know it felt like artificial i guess that's the basic, best way to explain it. it just didn't feel like a you know robust uh training mode it seemed to have all the basics there in terms of like what you would want for a training mode but i don't know i guess i just wished i wanted it to be more i guess natural if that makes sense so um and then yeah, in terms of the training modes, you only you can only um train within the select uh games that you play online with or that you're able to play online with. So you can only do training mode for pretty much the latest Street Fighter two games, of uh, uh Street Fighter Three Alpha and Third Strike. I kinda would have liked the option of, to kinda train in uh the previous games just to kinda, you know, mess around, maybe experiment with stuff, see what's changed, what's different. Um, personally, but who knows, maybe that could be an update. Cause I think that was a big issue when this came out was that it had a huge, severe lack of the, you know, training mode and, uh, some of like kind of the essentials of a game, but I don't know. Uh, outside of that, um, yeah, I was like I was saying, I was playing the arcade modes, which are pretty fun. Um, I'm trying to think, there, if mm, it felt like the difficulty, adjusting the difficulty, didn't change a damn thing at all. Because uh, for uh, a lot of pretty much all of the games, you can adjust the difficulty for a game. So I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like getting my ass beat or get my ass unfairly beat. Let me, let me be clear. Cause, uh, a lot of these people are cheap in arcade games just to take your money. And you kinda, you get that vibe and I, I'll, I'll make this, make this uh difference. Now there's a difference between, you know, uh, difficulty that's unfair and fair. And I'm not a fan of unfair difficulty. Um, but I'm all for fair difficulty where it's like, you know, okay. Uh, probably obviously the best example will be uh, dark souls. So it's like, you know, traditionally for the good majority, um, if you, if you make a mistake and get killed in dark souls, you can understand why, um, in a street fighter game or, you know, generally like what most arcade games, mortal Kombat, what have you, um, you don't really feel that way. You just feel like, <laughs> uh, at least kind of the, the, the formula I noticed when I was playing is like, okay, uh, for the most part, um, you can get the person in the first round depending. Uh, so you get them in the first round and <laughs> then in the second round, they just, they just flipped. It's like a uh, God switch. And they're like, you know what? No, I'm not going to take this anymore. And then they just, they just get like overly aggressive and uh, mainly overly aggressive and just know what you're going to do supposedly and know how to react, I guess. But it it felt too just too 
too perfect for me. Um, that like, you know, I don't know. They just felt like, yeah, I was like, actually, no more, more so is that I feel like they turned the difficulty up to 10 on the second round or like knowing that they're about to lose. They're like, you know what? Let's flip the switch to 10. Let's, let's, you know what? Fuck the damn um, difficulty uh, that you selected. You know, that difficulty you selected before you start this arcade game. Uh, we don't give a damn about that. Um, we gonna, we, we gonna, we gonna fuck you up right now. So that's exactly what they did. I played like for each game. I had to play like 50, 50, 30 to 50 matches to even, uh, completely beat the, you know, one, the arcade mode for one character. And, uh, at first I was just going to play with, you know, kind of my go-to characters like Ryu, Sagat, uh, I even started experimenting because I was getting my ass beat so much. I was like, you know what? Let me <laughs> let me see. Uh, is a uh, is a uh, is Balrog good? Is Balrog good in this scenario? Is a uh, is Zangief? Is he would, would he have a better advantage? Would um would would Dalsim help me out? Because man, I was getting desperate because I was like, okay. And then oh. Don't even get me started on uh, Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2-ish specifically, it seemed like the throw is just so so damn broken where it's like, it, obviously, of course, it doesn't work for you, but it works. They The, the computer's able to get it all the time without, without even thinking about it. So I had a lot of issue with that as well. So, um, but yeah, overall, uh, definitely enjoying it um glad i did get it uh definitely is a great um piece to kind of reflect back on you know such a historical game that is a uh, street fighter and how it came to be and you know the decisions that were made and stuff like that so and oh don't even get me started on street fighter one jesus just just archaic cumbersome and just just a tr- just arbitrary is like what you 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 ugh, you couldn't even like get your you couldn't even get like a fireball out consistently it seemed like it was some rng that was playing against you um you know like the game would decide okay uh i think you i think you did the input so i guess you'll i'll i'll give you a throw uh, a fireball um even though you feel like you did the inputs uh, correctly, uh, you know, I was trying to, to do it a different way, trying to deviate a little bit, maybe try it this way, quicker, slower, maybe uh, more methodical. And it seemed like it was, it felt like no consistent way to reliably get out your fireball, which uh, definitely was pretty irritating um, as well. Uh, could I could God forbid if I try to go for a sure you can now that felt even more like RNG based. <laughs> it's like, Hey, all right. Okay. I think you did the input, but mm, I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to give you the outcome that you want. So hopefully you'll try again. Maybe, maybe I might think different. Maybe I'll let you get a fireball in. I don't know. We'll see. So yeah, that's uh it's um that that was a really annoying experience and uh trying to fight Sagat and getting my ass B 
feet like he he can he can he can block fireballs with his knees apparently and not get hit and then he can he can close in on me and like you know I literally was getting my ass killed in like seconds like two to three seconds on average I I felt like I was kind of getting killed you know consistently Uh, but I got through it you know that's what that's what matters at the end of the day this will matter at the end of the day. So, all in all, uh, great experience. Um, had a have a great had a great time. Um, well, gonna have a great time. We still gotta finish up some of the games. Uh, at least a lot of the trophies are seem to be fair, where you can um just basically just beat each game. You don't have to beat beat the game with each character in the game and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay. I kind of want to try this out. Let me, uh, you know, kind of uh, play each game, see what's changed between the games and stuff like that. So that is what I did or am doing still. I I beat the first three Street Fighters, one, two, and two other version or whatever. I forgot the terminology they use. Super Alpha under Omega Delta Alpha Pi squared. Um ultra edition <laughs> that's uh i remember yeah i forgot dead rising did uh did uh make fun of that too by you know just making this inexplicably r- outrageous long name title for street fighter game or or satire of street fighter so uh but yeah street fighter is a fun game it is great um I picked it up. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much. Let me make sure. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing lately. Um, so I guess we'll move on to kind of maybe some extra stuff. Um, I guess semi non game related, if you will. Um, oh yeah, real quick tip though. I forgot. Uh, I don't. I don't think this is main new main newsworthy, but. Um, Avengers Endgame is coming out again <laughs> with some extra content. Uh, apparently, tour at uh, of course it's at the end of the movie. So basically, <laughs> kind of plays. And basically, those after credit scenes that you waited for to hopefully get some payoff of what's to come in uh, the the MVC or um, why am I saying MVC? The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, well. You can you can buy a ticket again and get that uh, get what you wanted now. <laughs> so um, hopefully it doesn't disappoint. Technically, at this point, you could just wait for the DVD to come out. I mean, uh, DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. Um, who still who still do they? They probably still do make DVDs. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're pretty. They're still pretty popular. Um. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm probably I'm very tempted at least to uh, watch it again because I only did watch it once. And uh, this is actually a pretty good excuse for me to watch it again. So I I have been wanting to watch it again, but just never got around to doing it because, you know, (laughs) that's a three hour commitment right there anyway. So. But uh, yeah, um. So I'll probably uh, see that maybe kind of up in the air, but 
just an FYI for folks that may know or probably don't care at all uh, outside of that wire. Why do you care? I don't know. Um, next. Uh, oh man. How could I forget? I don't think I did. Um, man, let me share to you this, um, this, uh, Netflix, uh, four part series. I want to say, um, called when they see us this man this had me this had me mad sad angry at the same time man it was frustrating um it was crazy so basically the uh plot or the plot basically it's um not a it's not a documentary but um what do you call it what is the term not coming to me what do you call not a i guess a dramatization there's a better term for it i forgot um what it was but basically it is a show um or a four part series whatever you want to call it uh that basically uh chronicles the events of um the Highland Park five, I believe. I think that's the term where basically it was this incident that happened roughly around 1989 in New York, uh, at central park where I guess there was a whole group of black kids that were just, uh, you know, just hanging out there for fun for the night. Um, but coincidentally there was a, uh, white woman, uh, I forgot they called her something, the jogger, um, the Highland, the Highland park jogger, something like that, where she was jogging, um, within the same area and she was beaten and raped, um, there. So, uh, then the, uh, police came and, um, and let me back up a little bit. I guess supposedly the black kids that were going in the park, they were harassing some of the um, uh, folks that were standing by. Um, so I think that in turn got the police to come and they basically took a lot of the uh, kids or a fair amount of the kids into custody uh, in police um, in the police station. So um, after they did that, they, I think at the same time found out about the rape and, um, assault on the woman. And then they basically, I forgot how they did it, but it was a very convoluted, unrealistic way to try to plot the, um, plot the, the rape and assault on, uh, the kids that were caught, uh, just for, uh, no reason at all just to be spiteful and racist it seemed like that's the impression i got for sure so basically in terms of the story i guess i don't want to go over the whole story but basically uh they do that and then um they also uh since they're you know young kids these are pretty damn young kids like i want to say 12 to 14 in age uh, at least how they ranged in terms of the kids, they, uh, basically convinced the kids to, um, admit it or, uh, 
confess of a crime they didn't commit. So basically, uh, they realize or they know for a fact that none of them did it, but they, uh, basically with, you know, fear and, um, a lot of illegal stuff, they, you know, um, force them to confess a crime they didn't commit at all. So basically it's pretty much a whole story about that. Um, which man, I ain't going to lie. I got real emotional in, uh, some of those scenarios, uh, real heated about, you know, just, the just the thought of somebody that these, these, these kids, they could have been killed. They, they could have been killed for a crime they didn't commit. Uh, just the thought of that is, uh, is, is really upsetting, you know, and, you know, just hearing them get, uh, so kind of to skip slightly ahead, not going to try to tell the whole story, but basically they ultimately end up getting convicted of these, um, of the rape and assault charges. Uh, and man, I lost it. I swear to God. I lost it. I was like, I was pissed. I was pissed. I was mad, sad at the same time. Like, come on, man, this is is some BS. And ugh, seeing what all of them go through, knowing, like, obviously knowing they didn't do anything. (laughs) uh, That's just super upsetting. And, you know, uh, for me being a black man, uh, you know, you can obviously put yourself in, in, in their their shoes, you know, obviously with like, you know, police brutality and, you know, racism and stuff like that, that, you know, you could have been one of those kids where, you know, could have got convinced and, you know, ultimately um, put in that same unfortunate predicament. So, uh, yeah, man, definitely highly recommended for not even people of color, even all all walks of life. Uh, it's definitely just a great, insightful uh, view in terms of, you know, how effed up our justice system is, man. Cause yeah, for something like that to happen and you know, uh, that is just, that is crazy. That is crazy. It is, it is, uh, that's really sad and very disappointing just to see what, you know, our country is capable of still, you know, uh, that's what they say. Racism is uh not dead, unfortunately. But I digress. So uh, I guess another thing I was catching up watching um, was Attack on Titan. Um, I don't think this is the last episode, but apparently a lot of stuff happened in this episode. But I feel like it's a lot of it has gone over my head because uh, maybe it's just I wasn't being cognizant of a lot of the events that happened previously. Um, so maybe it's been a blur to me, uh, but apparently a lot of stuff went down that uh, I guess I just have <laughs> not really, uh, not really, I guess been aware of. So like this last latest episode that came out really, um, I guess <sighs> I wasn't really, moved by but it's like i think that's my own fault ultimately because i did not um i i I forgot about a lot of the story plot points um you know that uh 
is there. So I don't know. I'll probably have to, you know, do some research, maybe watch a recap video, but uh, at least initially, um, wasn't really, I guess, impressed by this episode, but you know, I definitely have to kind of get some more insight to see what's actually happening, actually going on. Cause, uh, it seems like a lot of complex stuff that maybe, <laughs> maybe that was it. That was like, okay, this is, there's a lot of complex stuff that I'm just not registering properly, but so that was cool. Uh, Jojo's, um, so basically in terms of the latest episode, we find out, but we find the person, um, or, you know, the who's actually the dude that's been mysterious, like almost half the season. Um, and then now I guess it was an event that now basically they switched. Everybody's been switched in terms of their soul or essence, if you will. Um, so that's kind of interesting uh, in terms of how it plays out. Not going to spoil any stuff, really. I'm just going to keep it to the surface. Um, but uh, I, I'm definitely enjoying that more in terms of uh, kind of the where they're going with it. It's like uh, it's just this weird feeling of anxiousness. Like, OK, come on. Let's what are we going to do? Like uh, somebody kill him already, please. I don't uh, Is he going to get the, is he going to get the arrow? Um I'm I'm speaking very cryptic right now, but if you were to watch it, you'll know. But um, but yeah, other than that, that's pretty much it. So, um, yeah. So that is that. Uh, so I guess I'll try to um, you know what? I say we're far enough into this podcast tenure, if you will. What do you even call it? If the life lifetime. I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with that, but thought, um, I'll start opening up, um, the podcast, the questions, um, maybe try to get a Q and a, um, going at some point, possibly, I don't know. I don't know if we're there yet, but, uh, just would like to just try to experiment, you know, try some stuff. Um, but either way, if you would, if you are listening, uh, thank you. Um, and if you would like to submit some questions for me to answer on next episode of the show, uh, you can feel free, uh, to submit a question, any questions to, uh, a switch TV at gmail.com. Um, I'll, uh, definitely be sure to check them out. If I uh, happen to get any questions, I'll, uh, you know, dedicate, uh, some time to answer some of those, uh, maybe some burning questions. I don't know, but yeah, so that was really it. I don't know. I don't know why that I made that up to be something more bigger than what it was, but who knows? Maybe to you, it is way bigger than what it is. I don't know who knows. Um, but yeah, other than that, guys, uh, think that's going to do it for this episode. I'm very surprised we managed to roughly get, get around our same time frame somewhat. Uh, but, um, yeah, you can check me out outside of this podcast on, uh, Twitch TV slash a switch. Uh, I plan to at least, uh, play some more, uh, stream some more, uh, judgment and my various ex- escapades, and uh, voiceover practice of various random characters. 
Um, so if you'd like to see some of that, uh, some of my struggles with judgment, uh, by all means, feel free to check me out on there. You can also check me out on my YouTube channel, which is a uh, youtube.com slash a switch. Uh, <laughs> every episode is look what is 11 episodes. I'm saying the same thing, but <laughs> I swear to God, y'all think I'm playing. I'm going to be uploading to that. Wait on it. Okay. Wait on it. I'm a busy man. I got a full-time job I'm trying to do all this on the side. Give me a break. Of that Kit Kat bar. Thank you. So, um, yeah, there is that. Uh, also, if you like to support the show, keep the lights going. Um, by all means, of course, uh, more than welcome to donate on a uh, patreon.com slash a switch as well. Uh, plan to um, more than likely do some time exclusive uh, stuff at some point when I uh, get a rhythm going or a uh, pattern, if you will. Um, other than that, again, uh, yeah, any questions you'd like to submit, uh, for me to answer on next show, uh, by all means, uh, again, uh, a switch TV at gmail.com. Uh, and, uh, I will more than likely answer your question on the next show. So, but as always guys uh thanks for watching not watching thanks for listening and uh till next time oh yeah i sound like i'm smoking smoking cigarettes